This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. ER Vet is brought to you by Carnivora. Get healthy and stay healthy with nature's nutritional powerhouse. To ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee, and I'm a board certified emergency critical care veterinary specialist and toxicologist. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're going to be talking about inner cat aggression how to deal with an aggressive cat. We'll be right back after these messages. Hi, this is Deborah Lau, president of Carnivore Research International. Did you know that people have used Carnivore for their pets successfully for a wide range of immune challenges for many decades? Here are Carnivore Klein sharing their pet's testimonial. Our little dog developed this lymph problem. We took him in for surgery last year. We noticed a lump on his chest that was a lymph node that was swelled up. So the doctor checked it out. He had it analyzed and everything, and uh, but the chemotherapy lasted for six months. He started developing more uh, lymph nodes that were swelled up. So I thought I'd just try carnivore. We started that, and uh, he really responded. The lymph nodes started to go down, swelling did. Then I took him into the vet to have him checked out, and there was no sign of any disease at all inside in the internal organs at all. Call 866-836-8735. That's 866-836-8735 or visit carnivore.com. That's C-A-R-N-I-V-O-R-A.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about what to do if you have a potentially aggressive cat. Now, as an ER vet, I will say that every single day, I end up treating a cat that has an abscess or some type of infection, and it's usually from fighting. So for all of you guys who have cats that may not get along, or if you let your cat outside, even for a short period of time, you want to tune in because we always wanna make sure to keep our cats, and of course our dogs, as healthy as possible. Now, what I'm gonna talk about doesn't apply to everybody. If you only have one cat, you're probably not gonna notice aggression, unless you leave your windows open, and all of a sudden, you'll notice some screaming or some growling if your cat happens to see a tomcat or a stray cat walking by. You guys probably know, but cats are really territorial. And when it comes to cat fights, they are scary sounding. In fact, I'm even scared when I hear one. If you've ever heard tomcats fighting, you can hear spitting and growling and screaming. It's pretty scary. And most of the time, this is due to them being unaltered or unneutered. It's the effects of testosterone that actually makes tomcats so territorial. But that said, I still see our indoor cats or are cats that have been altered, in other words, spayed or neutered, that still can potentially be aggressive. Now, if you've ever introduced two cats together, you probably are aware that cats don't adjust. 
very well to sudden change. They don't want to meet another cat in their household. Sadly, about 25% of cats that are actually surrendered to animal shelters are surrendered for behavioral reasons related to aggression. So that's why I wanted to talk about it because I want you to know as a cat owner that you have options. There's a lot of things we can try before you even have to think about that. So first thing you have to be aware of is there are a ton of different types of aggression in cats. I'm not gonna go into too much detail about that, but when in doubt, you can always check with a veterinary behaviorist for more details. Sometimes cats are aggressive because they're maternal. They're taking care of their kittens. In the emergency room setting, sometimes I'll see aggression secondary to pain. And that means we need to treat your cat more aggressively with pain medication. If you have a kitten that you just adopted and you're playing with it, you're rubbing the cat's belly, you'll all of a sudden notice that that cat is attacking your hands and scratching or biting you. That's what we call play aggression. Some cats have territorial aggression. Again, if they see a tomcat or stray cat walking on their property. Sometimes there's inner cat aggression if you're adopting a new cat. And that's why I wanted to talk about all these different types of aggression. Regardless of what type of aggression your cat may have, you have to get it treated right away. And that's for everybody's safety. Now, before we begin, I do have to say, if you ever notice that cats or dogs or any species is fighting, please don't stick your hand in the middle of that fight. You will get bitten. Now, as a veterinary professional, I occasionally get bitten once in a while, but we never want to stop a cat fight or a dog fight or a dog on cat fight or anything with our bare hands because we're going to get hurt. So we always want to avoid that. So if you ever notice two cats fighting, please make sure to use something else, whether or not that's a broom or a cardboard box or anything to break it up just so you stay safe. So before we go into cat aggression, let's talk about what cat aggression looks like. Why am I explaining this? Because it looks really similar to when a cat is freaked out and scared, and that's a little bit different. Understanding cat body language is really important. So first thing you're gonna notice is your cat's pupils may be really, really dilated. And this is from what we call sympathetic stimulation. They're really, really stressed out, so they'll have dilated pupils. Aggressive cats may have a really arched back or fluffed tail. They may hold their whiskers out to the side and their ears are really pinned back along their head. Now that's a little bit different from a fearful cat. If you have a cat that's really, really scared, they're gonna look a little bit similar. They're gonna have dilated pupils, their ears are gonna be pinned back, but they're gonna be a little bit different. They're not gonna have that arched back and stand up. In fact, they're gonna be lying down and they usually have their tail tucked underneath or really close to their body. If you look at their whiskers, you'll also notice that their whiskers are not held out to the side, but they're held flat against the face. So that's a sign of a scared cat. So please know the difference. You wanna be able to notice these signs because what I'm gonna talk about later is the sooner that you notice these signs, the sooner you can intervene. And we'll talk about that in just a little bit. So what's the first way we can avoid causing or having an aggressive cat? Well, I'm a huge advocate of having two cats in my household. Sadly, I only have one right now because I've had a couple of cats pass away. But in general, the best way of avoiding cat aggression is to make sure that you adopt or purchase two kittens at the same time. Now, personally, I prefer to adopt adult cats that have a harder time getting adopted from a rescue, but regardless of what you're doing, you may wanna consider getting two littermates at the same time. Now, if that's not an option, please be aware that adding a cat earlier in your cat's life is better than later. 
In other words, if you have a 20-year-old cat, trust me, it does not want a new kitten in its lifetime. Instead, consider getting a two-year-old cat when you have a four-year-old cat. So remember, younger cats are more likely to get along. You don't want to wait until there's a big age difference. If you happen to be adopting two litter mates, most behaviorists will say, try to get two female kittens because they're more likely to get along. If they're older cats, you might want to consider getting a younger female and a younger male together. Those two sexes usually get along well too. But in general, you want to avoid that problem of having inner cat aggression by intervening early and thinking about getting two cats at the same time. The second most important part, and we'll talk about this in a little more length, but is making sure to introduce cats slowly. I'm going to say that again, making sure to introduce cats really, really, really slowly. Remember, cats do not adjust to sudden change. We've talked about this before. They don't want anything changing with their diet, with their kitty litter, with their litter boxes, with their environment. They don't want any changes at all. They want really slow changes if they're going to happen. I know a lot of people like that where they don't adapt well to sudden change. Well, that's what a cat is like. Remember with cats, first impressions really make a huge difference. And keep in mind if that you don't introduce cats correctly, it could potentially result in lifelong fighting. So it's going to be a lot more challenging to get your cats to get along if you didn't introduce them the right way. So when in doubt, please go slow. So how do we introduce cats? First of all, when you introduce them, you never let them see each other immediately. I always like to quarantine the new addition for at least three to five days until they've gotten a veterinary exam. I also want to make sure that new cat has been tested for feline leukemia or FIV, which is kitty AIDS. I want to make sure there's nothing infectious this new addition can give to my older cat. So I always start off with a quarantine anyway. So the next thing you want to do is you want to make sure after you've done the quarantine that you're setting up the environment appropriately for both cats. When it comes to cats, each cat needs their own space. In other words, a place that's behind closed doors where the other cat can't go. Now, one of the things that I like to do is I like to rotate their environment. In other words, once or twice a day, I actually want you to rotate the home base stations. You move one cat out of room A, you put the second cat in room A, and then you swap places. That way they can sniff, they can smell, they can figure out what's going on, and you're preparing them by just stimulating their senses. We're gonna do this really slowly and repeat this as often as you need to. Now keep in mind, when you're introducing and rotating these home base stations, the cats are gonna be really hesitant at first, and that's because they're smelling the other cat. You may actually notice that your cat starts to rub their cheeks on certain objects, like the side of the bed or the desk. And what they're doing is they're actually leaving important pheromone signals behind and starting to form a community scent. This is one way that cats identify that there's another cat in the environment. So we're gonna make sure that we're doing this once or twice a day and we're rotating them just so the cats feel more and more comfortable. Now, keep in mind, if this is too stressful or if you live in a tiny studio apartment and it's not possible, you can always consider rotating the bedding. So the towel where the cat's scent may be on and swapping it around. Now, once the cats get used to this rotation, it might be possible for them to actually sniff each other through the bottom of the door. 
And that's when I typically will use some kind of security guard on the door so I can make sure the door stays closed. I allow the cats to sniff each other from underneath the door. And if they're showing good behavior, don't forget to use bribery using their favorite treat. My all-time favorite treats are usually uh, meat-based baby food, canned tuna, bonita tuna flakes, whatever's going to reward your cat for showing good, calm behavior. Now, gradually over the course of several more days, then we're gonna slowly allow more potential interaction. I may crack the door open, but actually have some type of barrier, whether or not that's a screen door or some type of baby gate up that will let them see each other without having to get too close. I always make sure to leave a safe space where the cats can escape to if they need to. And I always make sure to leave appropriate resources out for each cat. In other words, their own private bathroom, their own private food bowl and water bowl. So they have their own area where it doesn't commingle with the new cat just yet. Keep in mind when introducing cats, it can take several days to weeks to even months. So when in doubt, go slow. That's gonna give you the best chance for success and help minimize the risk of aggression in cats. We'll continue with this really important topic right after these messages from our sponsors. Help your dog from the inside out with Caniotic Daily Probiotic for Dogs. Caniotic's superior and exclusive technology makes it the only dog probiotic from the dog for the dog. Your dog's gastrointestinal tract is important to their well-being, and a daily dose of Caniotic is one easy way you can support it. Caniotic, C-A-N-I-O-T-I-C, is available on Chewy.com. Add it to your cart today and give it a try. Hi, this is Deborah Lau, president of Carnivore Research International. Did you know that people have used Carnivore for their pets successfully for a wide range of immune challenges for many decades? Here are Carnivore clients sharing their pet's testimonial. My cat had issues that developed in his eye, and six months later, they had to go ahead and scrape the eye. And three months later, the same ulcer came back on in the same eye. So my veterinarian said, you know what, let's go ahead and remove the eye. So that night, I heard the carnivore advertising. So I said, you know what, I'm going to order this product. That way, at least I tried. They did the procedure. They did all the tests. To their surprise, they said, I don't know what you did, but I'll see you in two months. I, I kid you not. This product saved his eye. Call 866-836-8735. That's 866-836-8735. Or visit carnivore.com. That's C-A-R-N-I-V-O-R-A.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> ER vet on Pet Life Radio. We've been talking about aggression in cats and how we can help minimize that. The first way is by starting early. If you're thinking about getting two cats, get them from the same litter when they're young. The second thing we've been talking about is how to introduce cats correctly. Make sure to do this really, really slowly. 
The third thing is using behavioral modification at home. In other words, fancy word for bribery. Whatever you want to use, canned tuna, temptations treats, bonito flakes. One of my favorites, again, baby food or churu purees. All of these are great ways of being able to give your cat positive reinforcement when they're sniffing each other out in a calm, stress-free interaction. Now, what if you tried all that and it's not working? I'm going to actually advocate that you say yes to drugs. Yep, you heard me right. It's okay to talk to your veterinarian about medications. Now, keep in mind that there's several different options that you have to help treat your cat's aggression. I always start with more holistic, natural supplements first. These are over-the-counter, or you can get them at your veterinarian. One of my favorite ways of starting is by just using cat pheromones, like feel-away. You can purchase these from your vet or online, and they're a great way of being able to positively influence your cat's behavior. Now, I will say they're a little bit pricey, but they're totally worth it because they're super safe. Now, pheromones help ease a cat's anxiety, and they help with behavioral problems. They help reduce stress and stress-related behavior. I need a human pheromone to help me with that. But anyway, please keep in mind that feline pheromones come in all different types. There's a spray you can use. Please don't use that directly on your cat. It's meant to be sprayed on cloth or clothing. A wipe that you can use, a collar, or even a plug-in. That's what I use, a wall plug-in. Now, sometimes the pheromones alone can help solve behavioral issues. So again, these are super benign, great ways of starting. There's also a couple of holistic supplements you can try. These are veterinary supplements, and they contain different types of amino acids and different types of natural chemicals. And the two most common brand names are called Xylokine and Soliquin. Super safe. These are natural supplements and can really help support and balance behavior and relaxation in cats. Now, I will say if you tried some of these natural pheromones and supplements and you still have an aggressive cat, please talk to your veterinarian about starting prescription veterinary medications. There is no shame in this. There are some cats that just need kitty Prozac and that's okay. Now, most of the time in cats, we're going to reach for a prescription antidepressant that's used in human medicine. And this is called an SSRI or selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. This basically allows more serotonin to be present in your cat's body. So it's supposed to make your cat more calm, less fearful, and less aggressive. So these are great, super safe medications. Talk to your veterinarian about them. The hardest thing will be if you can't pill your cat, please have your veterinarian or your veterinary technician show you the easiest ways of being able to pill your cat. Now, a lot of cat owners say, I don't want to medicate my cat. It seems too extreme. But please keep in mind that aggression is really, really stressful for the whole family. And it's really better for your cat's welfare to medicate them if it's really severe. Now, there are a couple other sedatives out there like trazodone or gabapentin. These are prescription medications. I don't normally use these as a daily medication. I only use these medications if there's something stressful happening, like you have to travel with your cat on a plane or you're going to the veterinary clinic or going to the groomer. So these are only as needed. But remember, there are SSRI antidepressants that I have several cats on long-term wise that really help the dynamics of that cat household. So when in doubt, please be aware it's okay to say yes to drugs as long as it helps keep your feline household happier and safer. The last thing I wanted to talk about is if you've tried environmental enrichment, you've tried to 
socialize your cats appropriately to each other. You've tried some of these more natural supplements. You've tried the prescription medications and that's still not working. Please don't be hesitant to reach for help. That's when you need a pro, like a veterinary behaviorist. Now, your veterinarian should be able to work with you or refer you to one, but a veterinary behaviorist isn't a trainer. It's a veterinarian who's done an additional two to three years of additional training in the form of a residency program. And these guys have extra letters behind their name. So they typically have the abbreviation D-A-C-V-B, fancy way of saying they're a diplomat of the American College of Veterinary Behavior. Now, these are the pros that you want to go to with severe cases of cat aggression if they're not responding to your veterinarian's recommendations. You can also check out their great book that they just released called Decoding Your Cat, which may have some great tips too. When in doubt, please be aware there's always resources available, whether or not that's your veterinarian or your veterinary behaviorist. Now, I wanted to leave you with a few last tips that I think are really helpful when it comes to dealing with an aggressive cat. I already mentioned before, ideally, you want to get two kittens at the same time. But more importantly, you want to make sure the kittens are socialized. I never believe in adopting out kittens before seven to eight weeks of age because I want them with their mother or their other litter mates as long as possible. Because remember, they're learning key vital manners during this time period. That's when the mother and the litter mates are teaching that kitten how to be able to interact. So that's really important. The second thing I'm going to advocate for is de-sexing your cat by five months of age. So in general, whether or not you have a female or a male, you want to get them spayed or neutered earlier. Not only will this help prevent pet overpopulation, but it'll also help prevent sex hormones from causing any kind of behavioral changes. I'm always amazed when I see a tomcat come in to the emergency room and it's a two-year-old, three-year-old tomcat that someone's owned. If you've ever smelled cat, tomcat pee, it is super, super potent. And they like to spray, which means they like to urinate on a vertical surface. So a behavioral trait that I typically don't want most cat owners experiencing. The third tip that I'm going to advocate for is something that I already briefly mentioned. Please make sure to have a safe, resource for each cat that you have. In other words, depending on how much room you have in your house or apartment, you want to make sure each cat has an area where they can sleep, drink, poop, urinate with plenty of toys. So keep in mind they each need their own area. And that's because some cats want their lone time. When in doubt, I want you to check out the Indoor Cat Initiative online at Ohio State University. They have some fantastic information about providing environmental enrichment for cats. The next important thing, remove any stimuli that's going to piss off your cat. If you have a cat perch and it's hung up in the front and every single night a tomcat walks by, you want to make sure to move that so your cat isn't seeing that other cat. That's going to really stress out your cat and potentially cause some aggression. So you want to minimize that. I love window perches because it really lets my cat look outside, look at the birds. It keeps them environmentally stimulated without having to go outside. But if it's causing aggression, we want to remove that stimulus. The next thing I want you to do is get a food game device. Now, some people say, ah, I don't want to pay for that. You know what? Then just use something like a 12 muffin muffin tin. If you just put the food and sprinkle it in a muffin tin, it takes longer for your cat to be able to eat. And this stimulates your cat hunting for food. There's a lot of great cat toys out there, but when in doubt, you can always consider using a food game device that provides some environmental enrichment. 
I'm also going to say if you have a cat that doesn't like belly rubs or you have a kitten that starts attacking your hand or biting or clawing when you're playing with them, please stop using your hands and feet when playing with your cat. Why? Because we don't want to teach your cat or your kitten that they can attack you. Instead, I want you to redirect that to something inanimate. So using something like a toy or a string or a rope. My veterinary favorite is actually just tying a long, thick piece of cloth onto a two to three foot size stick. And you can use this instead. So again, some cats lack social skills. You don't want them attacking you, your hands, your feet. You want to redirect that towards a toy instead. Another easy way of being able to help minimize aggression in cats is if you have a cat that's more submissive, it's the one that's getting attacked, please make sure to add a breakaway collar with a bell on the cat that's attacking. That way that cat has a heads up and they can actually hear in advance whether or not that cat is coming closer to them. That's going to help keep your cat safe. The last thing I wanted to talk about, I already mentioned body language and why it's so important to be aware of the body language signs of a cat that's aggressive or even fearful. And the main reason why it's important to notice this is because I want you to be able to pick up on this so you can break the cycle of aggression. Now, some cats, you can actually stop that aggressive behavior by just startling them really quickly. So sometimes that's a spritz or spray from a water bottle. Maybe it's a quick blast of spray from a can of compressed air, a loud clap, even making a hissing sound yourself like a or a that may startle your cat and break the cycle. Now, we're not going to use physical force. Remember, we never use physical force on dogs or cats with training. But by just breaking that cycle, it can oftentimes startle your cat and they sort of forget and lets them reset. Again, don't use physical punishment because that's going to make your cat scared of you and it's going to result in another host of medical or behavioral problems. But again, by picking up on that body language early, by being able to startle your cat, that can help break the cycle. Well, I hope that helps. If you do have aggressive cats, please talk to your veterinarian. There's a lot of environmental things you can do at home. There's a lot of holistic natural supplements you can consider. But if that's not working, please don't give up. When in doubt, consult with your veterinarian, get a referral to a veterinary behaviorist because help is possible. Well, that brings me to the end of today's show. Find me at drjustinelee.com on Facebook or Instagram at drjustinelee or email me at drjustine at petliferadio.com. And if you like our podcast, please make sure to leave a five-star review. With that, we're out of time and we want to thank Mark Winter, our producer, for making this show possible. See you at the next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Our little dog developed this limp problem. We took him in for surgery last year. We noticed a lump on his chest that was a lymph node that was swelled up. So the doctor checked it out and had it analyzed and everything. And uh, but the chemotherapy lasted for six months. He started developing more uh, lymph nodes that were swelled up. So I thought I'd just try carnivoric. We started that and uh, he really responded. The lymph nodes started to 
go down, swelling did. Then I took him into the vet to have him checked out, and there was no sign of any disease at all inside in the internal organs at all. Call 866-836-8735. That's 866-836-8735. Or visit carnivore.com. That's C-A-R-N-I-V-O-R-A.com. 